All right, good afternoon, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good, good. You all, you all enjoy lunch? Okay, so we're going to um, have, this is your breakout session. Um, my name is Josh. This is my lovely wife, Jamie. We're the Johnsons. Um, we also have Jason and Angel Scott and Greg and Sophia Williams in the back and Gareth and Lindsay Warren. And we're all a part of the marriage ministry team here at Grace. Um, the marriage ministry, our purpose is to provide you guys all with tools to nourish, empower, encourage you guys to have healthy relationships under God. So we want you guys to ask questions and we put on events to get you together with other fellow Christian couples so that you can learn how to walk this thing called the relationship, walk life. Um, Jamie and I have been married about two years, a little over two years, and it wasn't that long ago that we were in the same uh, situations as you guys were in, either engaged or dating, just trying to figure out, we, we know we love each other, we know we want to be together, how do we do this so that it's successful and we can do this the right way so that we're successful and 20 years down the road we can have marriages that are healthy, that we still love each other and still want to be with each other and can be a success and share that. So um, we're excited to have you guys here. Um, this is gonna be a great session for you to really ask and get into some content that's specific for you. Um, it's because you're not uh, be prepped into marriage and as you're dating and trying to figure out do we wanna get married, all, all of that information, we're gonna talk about it today, so we're great. Thank you. So we're gonna have some fun. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one that's gonna talk about fun. We're gonna have a very interactive activity that's coming up and then we're really gonna unpack different things that are impacting you guys at the, you know, at the space that you're at. So we have different um, needs from dating to engaged to right before married to married to new married to seasoned. And so we really want to make sure that this breakout session is targeted towards what you guys are dealing with, the questions you have, and just you know why you're here and what you wanted to take away. So with that, we're going to take it over and hand it to the Scots for our fun. I'm so excited. Are you, wait, you guys ready for this? It's really going to be fun. OK, OK, I just want to make sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jamie and Josh. Well, you're not going to talk? No. Uh, all right, so we're going to have fun. So what I need, what we need you guys to do real quick, how many of you all know the one most important thing in any relationship is what? Trust? How about communication? All right? So we're going to take communication as the number one for today, all right, for this session right here. So what we're going to do is we're going to have an interactive session, um, a moment right now. What I need you guys to do is if you can turn your tears back to back to each other real quick. This is a communication game. And then, all right, so while you guys are doing that, Angel and I will introduce ourselves as far as who we are, how long we've been married. So as you're turning, I don't feel disrespected, so just keep your ears open and move your chairs. Um, Angel and I, we've been married for 20 years. We've been together for 23 years, and we kind of know a little bit about this thing called marriage now, all right? <laughs> and so we are happy to be a part of the ministry um, here at Grace Covenant to assist in the, um, the engaged couples or premarital um, counseling or advising that the ministry offers here, and it's been a great. Actually, we have some former alumni students. We're, uh, yeah, there you go, Stephanie yeah, and Victor, and some current yeah, um, folks there. So we'll talk a little bit more about the classes that we offer as well. All right, so what's being passed out right now? Blank sheets? 
and pins. Okay, what I need to find out is by raise of hands from each couple, who is going to be the communicator and who's going to be the one that's going to do the listening? Who's going to do the talking for the game? Who's going to do the talking and who's going to do the listening? Figure it out real quick and raise your hand. Whoever's going to do the talking, you raise your hand. All my talkers, raise your hand. So the talkers need that one, yeah. And don't show your, um, don't show your intended, your friend, your person that you're with, all right? But all my talkers, keep your hands up until you get your piece of paper with the content on it. And the person listening needs the blank sheet of paper. And a pen. The person listening needs the blank piece of paper. Okay. Who's the talkers? I got my hand up like I'm talking. I am talking. <laughs> all, right. all my talkers need their, there you go. We have another talker right here. You guys enjoying the session so far? Everything's good? It's challenging? It's kind of checking you? It <laughs> makes you nervous? <laughs> it's it's going to be all right, brother. <laughs> this making you nervous? <laughs> it's going to be fun, but it's going to teach you a lot too, though, at the same time. Oh, so you're a listener? All right. We'll see how well you listen. And this is going to be good. You'll get a lot out of this, all right? All right, so... We have one more couple sitting down now, and then we're going to get started. So while they're getting themselves settled, here's the rules, okay? We're giving them how much time? All right, so you got three minutes to communicate. I'm talking to my talkers right now. You have three minutes to communicate what's in front of you to the point where the person who's listening can put that same information on their piece of, on their blank sheet of paper based upon the directions and the communication that you're providing to them. Does your all my talkers understand? So, no? So, so what the listeners, what the listeners need to be duplicating on their paper is what you have in your hand. So you have to figure out the, nope. No. You have to figure out the best way to communicate that picture to your intended without showing it to them. You can't turn around, heads have to be straight behind each other, no peeking. Can't ask any questions, you just, you're just listening. So the person that's writing or drawing the picture cannot move their lips. No, they're listening. And this is important in a relationship, so right now you're just listening. Y'all got it? All my talkers got it, all my listeners got it. If everybody got it, say, we got it. All right, start the clock now.
You don't know? No, I mean. Greg, how much time we got now? Two minutes left. One minute, one minute. Don't get frustrated, just listen. Greg, let me know when we have 30 seconds. Thirty seconds. No, I asked him about when was the thirty seconds. It was a minute. Five, four, three, two, one. Pins down. All right, I see some. Uh, turn your chairs back around. You're good. So now you guys can compare what the original looked like versus what your picture looked like. All right? Who, who would say, y'all good? Write your name on it for a second. If you think yours was really close, we want you to stand up. We want to see the top five. You guys come up front. You guys come up front. All right, you guys come up front. I got three, we need two more. Y'all stand right here. One. Two, three. Who, y'all were close? Let me see what you got. I'll give you some. So everybody coming up front. All right, hold on. They in there? All right. Exactly. How have you communicated? All right, hold on.
All right, that's, that's it right here, okay? So now, well, I'm going to stand right here. Can everybody hear and see me? So the gist of this was the importance of being able to learn how to listen, how to hear things properly in detail, even while there's distraction going on. Because how often do you realize and know that even in your relationships, that your intended or the person that you're with is trying to communicate something to you, but you already have your own perspective of what you want to per, um, perceive them trying to say. And you already have in your mind, okay, are you finished talking? Because I want to get my stuff out now. Or I know what I'm talking about. And you don't take time to really listen all the way through. And so now when you look at these pictures here, and we're going to take a vote by a clap of hands, all right, see who won't win. Um, the original picture, in a lot of sense, can be a representative of the vision of the relationship. And so when that person that you're with is trying to communicate the vision of the relationship, what are you reproducing in return? All right? So let's look down here. Can you all see? By applause of hands, how do they do? <laughs> a little clap. All right. Right here, by applause of hands, how do they do? Okay, we got a little more, we got a little more, we got a little more. All right, you got to step forward. That's a little bit more than that one right there, okay? Oh, this one right here, what do you guys think? Step forward. Who was the talker on this one? You were talking? All right, my man. Good job. All right? Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, by applause of hands. It's kind of in there. Just hold tight one, one second. How about this one here? Ooh, y'all quiet on that one. How about that one there? Yeah, I look quiet here. All right, now you all step forward. The other ones, you guys have a seat. Those two couples there. Let's get back here. Yeah. All right. All right, now, by a round of applause right here. Right here. Right here. <laughs> All right, great. So I think we got some winners right here. All right, some high fives, high fives, high fives. All right, so now, let's talk about this if you guys don't mind, okay? You guys almost really duplicated the original. What was it, what techniques did you use, and how did you get so close? What did he say? How did he communicate to you for you to get this right here without being able to see it? Well, the first thing was he told me the orientation of the paper, which I thought was important. Okay. Um, and then the other thing was that I, when he said what something was, I waited till he finished saying it before I started writing it down because if I like if I put a triangle at the bottom and he said at the top or put it on the right and he met so the left. Say that part one more time. I listened, just the beginning. I listened to all of what he was saying before Stop I started. Stop right there. She listened to everything he had to say first and how often do we cut off the person that we're with to get our point out. They're trying to say something to us. 
And trust me, my wife and I, we've been married for 20 years. And what has worked for us is shut up. <laughs> really. And just listen. And when you just be quiet, and we don't say shut up to each other. That's correct. But you guys know what I mean. I, I want to be that extent because that's really what it's going to take for you guys to have a successful relationship is sometimes you just have to be quiet and listen. Guys, we want to fix everything, but how you know we did the survey earlier, sometimes your spouse, she just wants you to just to listen. Your spouse is trying to communicate something to you. Guys, and you think I'm the provider of the household, I'm the man, let me talk, let me, I, I know what to say. No, just listen. All right, continue on, because you're preaching. <laughs> well, that was the main part, was just making sure that I didn't put anything on the paper until I knew what he really meant, so I didn't. Now, as he was communicating, were you able to get a clear picture of what he was saying? Well, I interpreted what I thought he was saying. <laughs> okay. So how did you communicate it to where she was able to get to that point? Um, I, like she said, I started off by not this way, but making sure that it was this way. So what did you say to get her to make it move that way? Because some people, they did it in a different way. I said that you have to make the paper the, the long way between your left and your right hand. So, so that the detailed. width that the width is between your left and your right hand. I okay. was detailed. And then I told her to divide the page into three parts. Just one, two, so it gives you three sections. And then from there, I just said draw a triangle in the first, draw a square in the second, and then between the point, the lower point, you know, I, I took the two points and then I was draw a, uh, a pentagon in between the two points, making sure that the corners met. And we went from here to up to down, so that I got this, and then I said finish the pentagon the best way you can afterwards. So that was how I did it. So basically, just clap for the, for the sermon that he just taught, all right? <laughs> So all in all, what allowed you guys to be successful was that, one, there was clear communication. Two, you didn't allow everybody else or what they were saying around you to distract you. You were focusing on what he was communicating to you. Because how many of you all know that there's going to be other couples and other people around you that's going to be saying stuff that's contrary to what you're focusing in on? And you got to know and understand how to focus in on one another and not worry about what everybody else is doing. All right. The other thing that he did was he was very specific and detailed in his communications, even to the point where he was like, OK, in your left hand versus your right hand, turn it this way. We're going to break things down in this, you know, in three parts right here. In your communication to your intended or what have you, your uh, person that you're with, you're going to have to be very clear and detailed, especially when men are talking to women. Guys, we gotta be clear. <laughs> we gotta be detailed in where we're going. You want this woman to marry you at some point in time? You guys wanna have a long-term relationship? Then communicate specifically and in detail what you want for this relationship. What do you look for in marriage? And what is that you're looking for and where are we right now in our relationship? Because of what a woman doesn't want, is she doesn't wanna be guessing, where are we right now? What are we doing? Are we just hanging out? Are we just kind of going from place to place? Are we just buddy-buddy? Or do we have a vision for where we are at this point and stage of our relationship? What's the vision of this courtship right here? What's the vision of this partnering what we're doing right now? Make it plain, make it clear. 
Was this game helpful to you guys? All right, let's give everybody a round of applause. Thank you guys. You may be seated. Who's next? Any questions? Okay, cool. Let's give a round of applause for Cynthia and Gray. I'm sorry, Sophia. <laughs> so, welcome everybody. Um, I'm Sophia. And I'm Greg. And I will, we'll talk to you a little bit about discovery and we'll talk to you also a little bit about why this communication exercise and how does this relate to everything else that we've been talking about in the marriage ministry as far as this conference, well, this couples conference. So I'll let my bride go first. All right. So hi, I'm Sophia. Greg and I have been married for six years and we lead the discovery tier of the marriage ministry. I believe that the discovery tier is really honestly a hidden gem for the marriage ministry. So it is for couples who are dating. So often, I know when we first got married, the first time that we actually had that couples counseling was after we got engaged. But there are still so many questions that you have when you're dating. And so what we offer is twice a year, um, for between six to eight weeks, is a class specifically for people who are courting or seriously dating. And we explore some topics such as wholeness. We look at, you know, are you outdated? Are you done dating? Would you marry you? Um, aspects of communication and things of that nature. Um, um, I think the other thing is that we always like to tell our couples is that you don't pass the class if you get engaged. Like, yay, you, you get an A because now you are engaged. That's not the point. The point is just to do whatever you believe God's will is for your life. So that might honestly be engagement, but it might be after the course you realize, hmm, great person, but I don't think that this person is the one that I'm supposed to marry. Or maybe we're still figuring it out and we just need a little bit more time. So that's just a little bit of information about the discovery tier. What I'll do is I'll start off with some logistics. So how many of you are not engaged? So right now, dating, the way we like to say it, you haven't put a ring on it yet. <laughs> so, okay, good deal. If you're interested in diving more into this class, we actually have a current session that is going on now. So what I'm gonna encourage you to do is, if you go to the church's website and look under marriage ministry, um, this class is listed. If you go to the events, the next session of this class will take place, not tomorrow, but the following Sunday, so on the 23rd. Um, we meet from 2.30 to 4.30. Um, in essence, it's a, like my wife said already, it's a, it's a six-week class, and we'll be going through November, first week of December. So if you're interested, go ahead and sign up this week. Um, we usually try not to take any additional entrance after the second session, and we go through the second session on the 23rd. Um, but something that she said I really want to tie into and tie kind of like connect what we're talking about today is you might be asking, okay, we just went through a communication exercise. We have went through a couples conference where we have talked about immorality. We have talked about forgiveness. We have talked about, you know, a few themes. How does this all connect? So one of the things we're hoping that you would take from this session is that this was to equip you with some of the tools that you will need to have some of the discussions that we're hoping are being prompted in that larger sanctuary. Um, secondly, and something that I want to kind of, kind of reemphasize. There were a few things that you mentioned in talking through like why you were able to get the picture so well. And I want to make sure, and Jason mentioned a bunch, but I want to name a couple too. Um, there are some things that 
when you do this exercise, they are usually all over the place as far as how the pitchers stem, what configuration you have, what orientation you have, what is the size of it. I mean, they, I mean, it's all over the place when you did this, as you all saw in this exercise. But what's the significance of that versus what we just talked about in that sanctuary? The significance is usually when you start drawing, you're drawing based on what you're hearing. And what you're hearing is shaped very often by your experience. And one of the things that you have to ask yourself as you are communicating, as you're drawing that picture in life, because now we're moving from the picture that's on the paper to the vision, is how much of that vision is shaped by your past experience? How much it is you're trying to outrun something from your past? How many of the arguments or discussions you're having in your relationships today, if you were really honest with yourself, there's some themes from some stuff from the past that you never had a chance to deal with. As it was stated by the strawberries, it takes two whole ingredients to make one. So what we focus on in discovery is first starting off with who are you before God? Because God wants to make you whole, not necessarily so that when you come as two whole ingredients, it's a marriage, that God can take that and move that for his glory. It's not about expecting the other person to come along and complete you, but it's expecting you to be able to say, I can come into this thing as a whole person before God and be able to connect together to glorify God in a way that we can't do separately. So that's what we do in discovery, is we start discovering and asking the questions, from what vantage point are you coming to this relationship? How, what are those things that have shaped your perspective from the past? And how can we dive into those in a way where we can take these communication skills that we just talked about here and have those tough conversations we just talked about to, to make and build marriages that will last for a lifetime. So if you're interested, join us. And I'll turn it back over to Scott to talk about marriage prep. Come on, wife. Of 20 years, together for 23, I still like her and love her. All right, so you want to talk about the class? Okay, all right, all right. Because when we always talk, she said, well, you didn't let me talk, so I want to give her a chance to talk. All right, so we have, um, <laughs> yeah, so we do the, before you say I do, um, no, we have the engaged class, um, before you say I do, uh, which is called marriage prep right now. And if you guys don't mind, could you all stand? No, these two here, Victor and Stephanie. Uh, these two were in our class previously before, and if you guys don't mind, if you can come up, because I think to hear from you all, come on, Victor, yeah, I'll set you up. Um, but no, but I think it's good for those who are, how many people are engaged? If you're engaged, raise your hand. All right, perfect. They want to hear from you more so they want to hear from us, yeah. all right? <laughs> what did you guys get out of the class, and what has it done for you? Because they're about to get married next month in November. Sure. Victor's not a talker, so I think I'm going to do the talking. But as you can see on our picture, it was terrible. Um, <laughs> but I will say that the marriage prep class truly was life-changing for us. Um, and I really do mean that. They helped us to journey through a workbook that can look intimidating. It's a lot of scripture, um, a lot of homework, but it truly allowed us to take intentional time to talk about things that we hadn't previously talked about. I um, mean, we had been dating for eight years, so I was kind of like, we don't 
don't need this. Like, we're good. Um, but it truly was life-changing for us. And there were a lot of tears, um, a lot of car conversations on the way home, and you know, a lot of opportunities for us to laugh and grow together. But I truly do value Jason and Angel um, because they care about us. They care about our relationship, and they wanted us to um, you know, do well and go out and tell other people. So I've been telling all of my friends, like, y'all got to take this class. You got to read this book. Even if you don't come to the church, like, go get the book um, because it truly is life-changing. Um, so... One that I want to say. Uh, <laughs> one of the challenges, I mean, uh, being honest, one of the challenges was, um, you know, talking about things from our past that we hadn't talked about. Um, and that was one of those three-hour car conversations where I was just a wreck. And he was just kind of like, what in the world? Um, and we were engaged at this point. And I was like, I don't know if we're calling the wedding off or if, you know, we're still going to get married. And I'm thankful that we had Jason and Angel to really walk with us through that process. Um, because thankfully, we still are getting married. But I'm glad that we were able to really deal with those things and not walk into this covenant which is very serious, and they stress the importance of that, but we weren't walking into a covenant without dealing with a lot of those things. Um, and I'm a counselor, and I do this as a job, so the fact that I was like, wow, I haven't dealt with these things, it was kind it really was, you know, it was very reflective for me. So I'm thankful for them. Um, Victor, is there any challenge that you want to share? Okay, um, my biggest thing was communication. I think we've been together for eight years, but I didn't know how to speak to her or how to talk or how to communicate um, big issues at hand. So the class challenged me to open up and communicate, even if it was like the smallest things to the biggest thing, because no matter how long you've been with somebody, it's a continuous learning process. And the ability to continue to continue to learn and to even open up and talk about situations you would not, never think about talking about, it was big. <laughs> <laughs> and so we hold our classes on Tuesday nights um, here. We're already more than halfway through our, um, our sessions now. The other sessions will pick up in March in the springtime. Uh, so again, just look on the website you know, uh, for when the next scheduled sessions are. Uh, like I said, we have some participants right now uh, who are participating. Yep, two couples here now who are participating in the classes right now. And so we encourage you guys to get all the information that you can before you enter into this thing called marriage. Because marriage is serious and marriage is important. And we don't want you guys to enter into marriage without having the necessary information. And the ministry has provided a venue by which you guys can gain as much information as possible to prepare to have a successful marriage, yeah. all right? So other than that, we turn it back over. So what we'll do is we have maybe five minutes. So we will have to do questions and rapid fire. Um, so there is a mic floating around. If you have a question, please raise your hand. We'll give it to you. And one, I think what we'll do for the couples here on the panel, um, we'll just have one couple maybe answer a question. If there's something burning, go ahead and jump in. But we'll do it that way to try to get as much as we can. Test, test, test. 
Okay, so my question was um, with the great couple with the drawing, they, she said how she listened to him completely. And so me and Damon, by the way, my name is Janice, we have great communication, we talk about everything, but our biggest problem is waiting till the person finishes. And our reason is, is because he's gonna forget his point or I'm gonna forget my point by the time you're done talking. So, yeah. Um, we talked, we communicated about that privately, but I told her to hold on to her point. Um, I say in that situation, if you know that you might forget your point, that's when you need to bring a tablet and a pen and write down what you want to ask or talk about once the person's finished communicating with you. Can I add something to mm -hmm. that? Another thing is um, a part of communicating, if you're the speaker, is recognizing that you have to make, you have to break, you have to pause so that you can effectively communicate with the person that you're talking to. For instance, I'm from the city, my husband is from the South, and we communicate in different ways, and we recognize this. I'm from Philly, I'm one of the fastest talkers right under New York, and you know, he's from Tennessee. And so I have to slow down, and he has to take pauses because I too have points that I wanna make because of the way that we communicate. You have to find the way that you work together. My communication, our communication is not gonna be the same as yours, the same as yours, the same as yours. When we did those sheets, everybody, some people had them upside down. I mean, it's not, there was no right way, but some had them facing downward, some had them facing upward, some had them sideways. Your relationship is your relationship. So you have to find the effective way to communicate with your partner, and that's for you. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, thank you very much, great, great presentation. Um, with the last evening's presentations and today's, there was a lot of emphasis on making things God-centered. And then somebody mentioned something about being equally yoked or not being equally yoked. What, what does that mean to you and how do you know you're there? I, if you don't mind, I'll take this. I actually heard something this week that I thought was phenomenal and I had never thought about that expression in that way. So maybe this is from God to answer that question. And it was being equally yoked is like running a marathon. And what you are trying to do as a dating couple is you are trying to run that marathon and look to your left and your right and find somebody who is running at about the same pace to the same destination. That's what equally yoked is. So that means it's not just that you're a Christian, but are you are you both fully sold out? Are you both devoted to to actually serving one another? Are you running to the same destination as far as like God is like like your eternal place? You know your purpose in life is driven solely by God, and that's the best way I can think to put equally yoked. No, I agree. I was I was gonna piggyback on that because. When you talk about equally yoked, take where that scripture really came from. If you look at an ox, they put two oxes next to each other and they put this big yoke on them. And so when they walk together and they're plowing or doing whatever to the, to the ground, they're moving in sync with one another. Even if that means one of them is pulling the other one along, but the other one starts to submit to going into that same direction. But now here's the thing, even when one turns to the right, they'll turn that other one to the right too, so we're still going to sink. Unequally yoked means, first of all, we're not even connected to having the same brace around us, which means the word of God and or the vision of our relationship. And you're going, you're going this way, and that other person wants to go that way. 
So it's not going to be perfect. We're not saying that both of you guys have to be on the same playing field as it relates to being spiritual, educated, whatever it is. But at least we're going to make a commitment to grow together and to do this thing together. And that's what's most important. Does that answer your question? Anybody else? I think we may have time for one more question. Who wants to be that lucky person? Or who has a question that they don't want to say out loud? Why don't you write it down and then everybody just pass some notes and everything to the end? Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is for you all. We want to, you know, help you guys out. What questions do you have? Somebody got to have a question. So how about we do it this way? We are at right at time. If you have a question that is a burning question, all three of us will stick by for the next five minutes. Four. Four. The Warrens. The Warrens. Sorry. Absolutely. The Warrens at the door and holding the mic. Find one of us before you leave. Um, the purpose of this time is really, if you don't mind, I'll just close this out. The purpose of this time is really to give us this opportunity to pour into you and allow you to, to allow you to be able to invest in building a relationship and building a marriage from the ground up, which starts by building a healthy relationship before you even get into a marriage. I want to stop there. Thank you for your time. But what I'd like to do is pray us out. Actually, if you don't mind, pray us out. Father, thank you for this opportunity today to help build relationships and help give folks guidance uh, to follow your plan for their lives and their, their specific relationships. We pray that the things that were shared today will touch someone's heart, will guide them in the right direction, and, have, and also minister beyond this room, Father, that they'll go and share it with their friends. We also thank you for the opportunity for classes for these individuals that are here and the couples that are here, that they will take advantage of those and uh, come out and be more fruitful and at some point potentially even be on the stage and answering questions to develop other people. And in your name, we pray. Amen.